Channel shows would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. The big picture people, the experts in smart home cinema. Yamaha, professional commercial audio. Bar Bridges Australia, cooling the beers of a nation. The Stubby Club, the original stubby holder dispenser. Hamperworld, the gift specialist. Buffalo Sports, a brand name in sports since 1972. The Framing Queen, quality affordable framing. Broker Rocher, helping you make an impression. You're a good-looking crowd, too. There's some nice smiling faces out there. I think some ladies have been to the toilet and put some lipstick on. Hey, <laughs> these boys out the back—they're pretty excited. Um, we were just having a little bit of a chat. It's great that they both turned up. Unfortunately, Luke went that way, then that way, then this way. Then he got finally got out the back. But we've just had a good chat, and they're ready to come out here and entertain you. I hope you're ready to meet them. I've explained it before, but these are the only live and interactive footy panel shows where the fans meet the players and the players meet the fans. These shows are for the passionate supporters. I presume that's all you guys, yes? Yeah, yeah okay. This is where you get to see the players in a, a little bit of a different light. Who wants to meet them? Yeah! Goodness me. Uh, here we go. Okay, welcome along. Uh, please welcome to the show our first panellist. He was born on the 9th of January in 1996. He's played a total of 118 games and he's kicked 82 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2015. When he plays for the Melbourne Football Club, he wears the number 30 on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Alex Neil Bullen. It's a grand old fag, it's a high-flying fag. It's the emblem for me and for you. It's the emblem of the team we love, the team of the red and the Excited there, I like it, but you've got to contain yourself. You've got to save all that energy. We've got another guy to come out, you know. Don't want you to get you know, too overawed by it all. Uh, but please, can we just uh, acknowledge the fact, Alex Neil Bullen, welcome to That's Good for Footy. Thank you, guys. Thanks for coming out. What a turnout. <laughs> it's certainly great to have you here. Um, you're going to find out what these shows are all about. They're both standing at the back, and I think they're all going, it's not too late to go, you know. Um, but uh, I've got them out here, and if I can get uh, Luke out here, we can make sure that we can keep him here, because that's what the idea is to, is to do. So let's get our second panellist out here. He was born on the 29th of September in 2001. He's played a total of 43 games and kicked a total of 27 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2020. When he plays for the Melbourne Football Club, he wears the number six on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Luke Jackson. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the emblem for me and for you. It's the emblem <laughs> of the team we love. The team of like the it. red and the blue. Every heart beats true for the red and the blue. And we sing this song to you. How's that? No, good. Yeah. yeah. 
he was going, hang on, I'm going to get, yeah. get this lid off. I want some of this water. Um, great, great to have you both here. This is your first time. You're both being anointed tonight. You're walking into a That's Good for the audience. Um, they're a very friendly lot, OK? I'll, I'll explain that off the top. A lot of them I've seen many times before, but they're always welcoming, they're always giving, and I'm, not, I'm very sure they're very happy to see both of you. Uh, let's get it straight out the elephant in the room. Have you signed yet, mate? What's going on? <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it. No, no, no. Um, but welcome along to your first show. Um, it is a little bit different. It's not going to be what you're normally used to, if you're used to anything at all. These are, are a little bit different, but we'll have a little bit of fun with you. We're going to do it in our first segment. It's called Getting It Together to Know the Boys. So what I'm going to do here, I'm just going to, I'll have a chat with you first, Luke, and then I'm going to come over to you, Alex. Luke, a lot of players I get on the show have sliding door moments in their life. I want to know, was this the case for you when it came to choosing between basketball and AFL? And before you answer that, you represented Australia, and there was, then there was the possibility of going to the States. How much of a hard decision for you was that? Yeah, at the time, it was pretty tough. I mean, I think I was 17 at the time, so... Um, and I was at a pretty high level for both, so um, no, it was pretty tough. But looking back at it now, um, yeah, it was a pretty easy decision yeah. at the end. So yeah, I think right. I made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. good, good. Um, which brings me to the point: Dyson Daniels just got picked up by the New Orleans Pelicans and will pocket 7.2 million <laughs> in, in, his, in his first year as a rookie. Yeah. Um, pretty that's, amazing. That's his next contract, though. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and that's not over seven years. That's yes, yeah, I get yeah. it. Um, my point being from that, I mean, they are sliding door moments, aren't they? I mean, you have been quite gifted and talented in the, in the respect that you could have chosen either sport. You chose to come to AFL. Um, you're in a career-minding decision at the moment about what you want to do with your future. Do you, uh, are you amazed, though, seeing how Dyson has come up through the ranks from Bendigo and now he's playing in, in the States? Do you follow yeah. a lot of the boys? Yeah, I do respect? follow. I had a mate that got drafted to Cleveland, Luke Travers, so I was yep. following him a little bit. And, um, yep. yeah, it was good to see him get picked up. But, um, yeah, I remember playing against Dyson. I think I might have played against him in juniors. So, yeah, um, right. no, nah, it's pretty amazing to see him Isn't make it? it all the way. So, it is. Nah, it's good. How good's it going to be when we get back to the Olympics and we've got an Australian side when you look at the likes of Paddy Mills, hopefully he'll still be around, and then you've got Ben Simmons, hopefully if he's not cracking a dummy spit or he's out there and he wants to have a go as well. But it'd be, it's great the amount of talent that's coming through the ranks with basketball in yeah, Australia. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Basketball yeah. Australia is definitely growing. And, um, yeah, when I was there, that's when I heard a lot. that um, Yeah, it's growing definitely yeah. around the world. So, no, yeah. it's good. It's great to yeah. get the recognition. Um, nice that you made the decision and wanted to say, I'm all about AFL though, so good, uh, hats off to you, can't wait to see yeah. that signature. Um, <laughs> getting back to your AFL, you played state representative for WA as well, a bit of talent there mate, and it's obvious talent because you are one of only a few people to actually receive two Rising Star nominations in your career. That's pretty cool. Two Rising Star nominations. Yeah. I mean... Um, you are, look, it's not a difficult question, but it's a strange question to ask. You obviously have got a lot of talent, and when you get acknowledgements like that, how do you take that sort of stuff on board? Yeah, um, no, it's nice to get um, yeah, some individual awards, but um, no, it's, uh, I think I'll play footy for the team success and um, yeah, just love being around all the boys. That's what I 
having the most fun out playing footy, but um, no, it's nice to get those things on yeah. the side, I guess. Yeah. Good, good. It's all about the team. There's no I in team, I get that, but there is, a, there is an I somewhere out there. Yeah, yeah I get it. Um, one last question I just wanted to ask you, and probably apparent to a lot of people in the room, but there may be some people who are not familiar with it. The nickname Dogger, where did it, came, where did it come yeah. from? Who gave it to you? Um, so it was Melky and uh, Nathan Jones that gave it to me uh, right. in my first year. Uh, we do have, we do our pre-season camps up in Richard or we haven't done it lately, but in my first year, um, I had a hair that kind of still got it, but that flapped around like a King Charles Cavalier dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chunk had just called me Dogger and it stuck. So nah, it's yeah, good. I like it. Yeah, cool. Yeah. It was it was funny when um, when Luke came around and he parked around the back and and Alex went over to greet him. He goes, "Hey, Dogger!" You know, and I was like, "Yeah, that's good. I like that. It's a, yeah. a nice greeting. Very Australian colloquialism." Um, moving over to you, Alex. You had an early start to your football career as well, playing for Glenelg at just eight. Um, you're also gaining step, uh, state rep duties with South Australia. So you've had the same kind of journey in, um, with your football career, playing at, at state level, but at such a young age going into playing with, in, in all due respect, men that were playing in the, in the, uh, in the, for Glenelg at the time. Um, what, what sort of a transition was that like for you? Yeah, it was, it was, I guess, a different one compared to the Victorian lads that grow up or even girls these days. To have that experience to play against men really gets you prepared for the AFL. And obviously yep. nothing's guaranteed that you'll, you'll be playing AFL, but I felt like it really helped my transition from under-18s footy yep. to the senior footy. And once I got to Melbourne, I went straight into the VFL side and I was able to play some good footy yep. and earn my debut in my first year. Bloody awesome. I like that. Um, I obviously spoke to the, the or alluded to the fact about Luke with uh, him having obviously raw, raw talent. With you, is it raw talent or genetics? And the reason I ask about that is because your grandmother, she was actually like the first jockey to win a race, a horse race, against the men. What a, a huge yeah, talent. Yeah, so it was, uh, back in another generation, um, I, I can't remember the year exactly, but she was one of the first or trailblazer women jockeys in sport, and she, mm. she raced here in Victoria against men, was yeah. one of the first women to do that, and she was quite successful, had a bad fall, um, so her career ended early, but yeah. I guess from, for, to your question, it was probably more a mindset around how to become a professional athlete, like yeah. I'm the first to put my hand up and say I'm not as talented as this bloke or don't have all the tricks in the bag, but... Yeah. I guess I pride myself on hard work um, and having a mentality that yeah, nothing's impossible if you do the work. Ooh, I like that. Nice approach, good attitude. Um, am I right in saying, well, I obviously am, but she was riding against men. She was paving the way, as, I, as you've just alluded to, for other female jockeys uh, entering the sport. 2016, 17 and 19, you were trying to find some consistency in your form. You're playing a bit with the Scorpions in and out of the Demons in 21 and 22. You seem to have found that form. Is that a fair assessment for where you're at now? Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that over years, you, you forget how young we are as when we first get in the system and you have times where you, you feel like you're going well and then and the next month just doesn't go to plan. So you yeah. take two steps forward, one step back. And yeah. that's probably been the theme of a lot of people at the Melbourne Footy Club. And for the supporters that have supported the club over the, the journey and the hardship, I feel like now you're at a stage where you look at the individuals on the team and you can almost have a, a belief in what they'll bring. Yes, we'll play well at some times, we'll play better games than others, but there's that consistency. And that's probably something not only myself, but we've all been able to bring. And then you get superstars like Doggo that come in and just take the mickey out of the game straight away. You look at him and just think, geez, mate, you're, you're one of a kind. You're a yeah, different yeah. breed. <laughs> 
that's the kind of endorsement I was looking for. That's what I was trying to extract from him, and I got that. But um, I, I did bring that up because I was just speaking about your grandma, and I alluded to the fact: was it is it actual raw talent or genetics? What did you find? Uh, how, how much talent does the bloodline run with the family? Yeah, well, I'll tell you my story. Uh, in in Dogger was a good basketballer. I actually was a, a good speedwalker. So I uh, I had the the quickest time as an under eleven year old uh, for speedwalking, fifteen hundred metre speedwalking. So for anyone that doesn't know, it's not a sport that many people I've met are good at. But for whatever reason, uh, it was a little athletics. Rolled up to the start line, and I'm a competitor, so I hate to lose. And I just went guns blazing from the start. And you can't, obviously can't run, so I'm right. going as hard as I can. Got to the finish line, and you get three warnings. Everyone else in the race was DQ'd. I was the last man standing, so I won the race. Oh, and, then, no. and then from there, I'll just continue to progress on it. And I had to, had to call footy my sport uh, at the age of 12 because I just enjoyed the team aspect, as Dogger said no before. Way. So that was my little trick on the side, little hobby, speedwalking. <laughs> Wow, so we had a famous ice skating man that uh, obviously had the opportunity to get across the line and, and win because the three competitors he was going against uh, fell over. Um, uh, that very interesting, though. Uh, how are your hips? From yeah, that? pretty strong. Still yeah, pretty strong. Yeah. 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 You can understand why you uh, can get out of a tackle easily. Um, one last question for you, my friend. Um, the nickname Nibbler. Where does it come from? Who gave it to you? Yeah, Bruce from the, the schoolyard. Uh, if you say Neil Bullen really quickly, repetitively, so Neil Bullen, Neil Bullen, Neil Bullen, Neil Bullen, it just translates <laughs> into Nibbler. Very ordinary, I know. Yeah, right, not too bad. We actually heard uh, some nicknames on the way out here tonight. Someone was uh, alluding to the fact, what was the, the best nickname you've ever heard? And I like this one. You can use this. You can steal it from me. It's fine. Um, was, uh, he calls his mate Censor. And they said, why do you call him Censor? And he goes, the only time he ever works is when someone walks past. on with that. There you go. Call him censor. The only time he ever works is when you walk past. Uh, let's, that was great. Let's find out a little bit more about the boys. Let's do it in a segment called It's My Life. See, intros to songs and everything here. It's like off, off the charts. Um, boys, I'm going to ask you uh, questions just randomly. They are both directed, they are directed at both of you, um, but feel free to jump in. Uh, there's no certain order here. At school, what sort of a student were you? Cheeky. Okay. So just one word answers. No, no, no. Just nah, anything nah. you want. Anything uh, you want. What sort of a student were you? Were you were good, not, diligent? not the most academic, but uh, <laughs> uh, good, funny classmate. To, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And as you just said... Yeah, I loved... Uh, cheeky? Yeah, cheeky pranks. Yeah. Pulling a few pranks okay. at school, in the schoolyard. All right. And what yeah. was your favourite subject at school? PE. Every time yeah. you get yeah. PE. <laughs> No surprise. Yeah. Uh, PE and science. I didn't mind a bit of science. Okay. Yeah. 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 We're talking lobotomies. We're talking... Um, uh, just a whole range of things. Yeah, a whole like, range yeah. of things. This yeah. man, you you've opened up a can of worms here. You could be here all night and yeah. he'll tell I you... I could all be all here all night talking about science. Really? Like, I love it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Dr. Julius Sumner-Miller. Probably a little bit before your time, but anyway. Um, who did you grow up barracking for? I was an Adelaide Crows fan. Okay. Uh, yeah. But Actually, Goodwin wasn't my favourite player, though. Oh. I'll, tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the story quickly. So I'm a, yeah. I'm a ten-year-old kid. The crows have just won. It's pouring with rain, and I'm I'm there on the fence. We've had a great win, and I look around, and there's three other kids around me, and I'm the only one in head to toe and crows gear. Right. So I'm thinking I'm a huge chance to get the little sharing that they give out the players. Goodwin has come straight towards us and given it to the kid not dressed in one bit of crows gear. So I was off him. <laughs> off him after that? No, off him. Still off him now. Oh. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things I never got over. 
So, when, so for the kids in the room, how I choose who I give my footy to is who's wearing the most Melbourne gear. Ah. And that's based... All That's right. based off of my experience. There you go. I like it. A lot of kids making notes I can see in the back of the room. That's good. Um, who did you vote for growing up? Uh, I was a Freo supporter. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll move along very quickly from yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, mate. Um, does the family barrack for whoever you play for or for another team now? Uh, so who do I barrack for no, now? No, does, does, your, does the family, do they barrack for who you play oh, for? Oh, D's now. All D's. All D's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've converted them all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. The contract's yeah. looking better every minute. Yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, mine are full, full D's. Their full mum D's. gets in the cheer squad with, with the crew there, yeah. and yeah, she yeah. loves it. I have yeah. seen that. Uh, and obviously, uh, a grand final in Perth last year, uh, which was fantastic. Um, was footy the only sport you ever thought about playing? Now, I've obviously alluded to the fact that basketball... Um, um, and we can leave that, that at that. But what about for you, Alex? Was there any other sport apart from power walking? Uh, cross country. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So that was my individual sport. And yep. again, I just love team sport too much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. Um, do you watch a lot of footy on TV? And if you do, is the sound up or down? Ah, uh, sounds up. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. You do, and you do watch a fair bit? A uh, little bit. You're not yeah. talking about your highlights, dog. You're talking about other footy. Nah, games. nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a question coming yeah, up about baby. that. <laughs> yeah. no, I, like, I like watching other big games. I reckon okay. excited. So did watch, you watch, yeah. like, say, for example, Richmond v Geelong? Yeah, yeah. a game okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. good. Good to okay. watch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. all right. I love my Friday night footy. Friday night I always footy. always have that on. Religiously? Whether it's in the background yeah. or I'm there watching. Oh, yeah. good. Okay. Is it a pizza night or a pasta night? You've got to be careful. depends when you're playing. Yeah, I get it. All right. Um, outside of AFL, what is your favourite sport to watch? What you like to get into? I'm a massive UFC fan. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. I don't know why. I just I love the competitiveness that yeah. they have to go in and yep. step in the ring. Okay. Oh, uh, basketball for me. Basketball, yeah. completely. What do you think of the NBA, um, yeah, Golden M- State versus uh, Celtics? Yeah. yeah, NBA, NBL, whole yeah. range of leagues there. Yeah. And were you happy with the re- result? Were you barracking for Golden State? Or uh, you, no, hoping? I don't really have a team in NBA, but okay. I, I like watching yeah. uh, different players. So, yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry? Yeah, favourite yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LeBron. Absolute yeah. gun. I get it. Um, have you ever binge? Have you have you binge watched anything lately? And if you have, what would you recommend? Anything on Netflix, Stan, or Paramount, or Disney, or anything? You watching any? Do you watch anything like that? No, I'm more into like my my documentaries or okay. Yeah, I love the that Drive to Survive, the F1 yeah. documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've just binged that actually. That's really good. Um, Five years in the making. Yeah, Brody Mycheck was on last week. He said he's he's into exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, um, I just finished Ozark on Netflix, so that's pretty good. I reckon. Love that. Four Love seasons. That. Yeah, yeah. It goes for a while. Yeah, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Right yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, this is a good one for you, then, because you've already um, given me your um, what you like to watch outside of. If you were a UFC fighter or a boxer, what would your introduction song be? <laughs> <laughs> that's a great one. Um... Luke, anything spring to mind for you? Ah, uh, no. Nah. Probably Thunderstruck, ACDC, yeah. Nice, very good, very good. In your time alive, who do you think has been the best footballer you've seen play? Buddy Franklin for mine, probably. Yeah, probably I would have we can, as well. Buddy. We've actually yeah. played against him too, yep. so you've seen yeah. him as a as a kid, and now yep. you're out there running around next to him. And you're like, oh, wow, that's the yeah. bad one. Reach yeah. the plays, just brilliantly gifted. Yeah. yeah, a talent. Yeah, good. Okay, um, you've been handed a first class ticket to anywhere in the world. Where are you going, and why? Ordinary or different one, but the Philippines. 
I've been okay. there, love my surfing. Yes. And just a great culture. Yeah. Great people, great food. Good. Very um, nice. You coming with me or? No, I might, I might go to LA. I LA? Yeah, check out LA. Yeah. yeah. Have you done LA before? No, I've never been in the wow. States. So okay. Yeah, we'd love to go there. And love it, yeah. And there with Nima after. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Um, uh, highly recommend the bike ride between uh, Santa Monica and Venice Beach. Yeah, um, right. It's a yeah. sight to behold. Um, do you have that one mate, that one mate that loves to give you advice about your footy? You don't have to name him, but do you have one? No, all mine are in Adelaide, so they're pretty quiet. Oh, OK. Yeah. They don't text you after a game and go, yeah. Nah, no? oh, unless I, I make a blue. Yeah, right. That's it. No positive feedback, just yeah, all... Only negative, yeah. yeah. What a friend's Good for. Kid, mate, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't really have one, yeah. I've got a few passionate footy mates back home, but um, yeah. yeah, they love to get into it. Yeah, yeah cool. Okay, uh, answer me this, boys. This is a multiple choice question. Uh, each of them has got a, a heading. It's got a table that's uh, listed underneath. Um, you can only choose one of the following on the I can't resist table, okay? The I can't resist table. KFC... Pizza, fish and chips, McDonald's, pasta, a souvlaki, parma and chips, or a sausage and bread with onions. Which one of those can you not go past? Ah, uh, a good parma. I can't oh, go past that. Like a good yeah. parma? Yeah, I love yeah. one. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, he, he. yeah, two parmas. Good... All right, two parmas. They do a very good one here too. Do you guys have a parma tonight? Yeah, good. I'm salivating myself. Um, you can only choose one of the following from this. This is the Are You Kidding Me table, right? You're waiting in a queue, being stuck in traffic, being put on hold, waiting for a green arrow at an intersection, streaming service or internet is buffering, or you're waiting for the microwave to finish. Which is your biggest pet hate? That was actually this morning. Microwave one. I had never thought about it, but... Yeah? Maybe because it's in the universe now you've said it. I was waiting for my porridge and I was running a bit late and it was just like, can this thing fast forward? No but way. It, so there you go. Can I tell you a story of like spooky things happening? This afternoon I sat there and uh, I picked up my phone and I went, oh, wow, that's right, Alex. Oh, that's strange. I haven't heard from him yet. Three seconds later, your text came through. Three seconds. I went, wow, that freaked me out. That was my story, all right? You don't have to clap. <laughs> What do what you think? The, uh, what was the traffic one again? Um, waiting in, uh, waiting, uh, waiting for a green arrow at an intersection. Yeah. Or being put on hold, or being stuck in traffic. Oh, uh, probably stuck in traffic. Stuck in yeah, traffic. Be a bit annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go with that one. Yeah, avoid yeah. the Monash. I'll give you that's a tip. Yeah, Monash. Um, yeah. You can only choose one of the following in the what no way table. Okay. Your wife is giving birth. Your best mate is getting married on a yacht in Monte Carlo, and he's shouting you an all expenses paid holiday. You're playing in the AFL Grand Final, or you've won an Access All Areas Pass to see your favourite band on the planet. Which one are you choosing? The band. Imagine that, dog. <laughs> yeah. How good would that be? Would have a ball. What band, though, you reckon? Oh. Your fa- it's your band. No, I'm not re- I don't really follow bands. Yeah. No? No. No? I might go with the granny, the AFL granny. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good answer. I'll yeah. go with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to Vegas, everyone. See you later. Oh, beautiful. Hey, how are you with flying, boys, for an interstate game? Do you need a pillow? Do you need lots of leg room? Luke, I would imagine. You've got headphones on. Um, what's, what's the sitch? Yeah, headphones for me, and then I'm usually at the front of the plane with Maxi, so it uh, works out good. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Nice flying. And I'm, out there. A, I'm underneath in the luggage area. So <laughs> <great>. <laughs> Not by choice, I would imagine, Alex. Yes, okay. Hey, who loves getting their rig out just a little bit too much at the club? Oh, 
Harmsy. Harmsy <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. I heard he was on here one night and he got the rig out and you decided yeah, to yeah. 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 put it away. Oh. Yeah. That's why I don't get him back on anymore. <laughs> um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Anything spring to mind? Don't go to Bali. <laughs> Yeah, with anyone in particular. Yeah. Don't go to Frio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, uh, nothing too much jumps there. I don't know if no? that's a good yeah. or bad thing. I'm sure I could think of something, but yeah. No, nothing springs to mind. That's all right. Yeah. This is your last one, boys. What's the one thing, the one thing that you can't live without? Dogger. I'd miss you, mate. Yeah. Oh. Oh. oh, I can see a man hug coming any minute now. This is awesome. That's great. Uh, Luke, uh, your response? The first thing that popped to mind was chocolate, so I might just say, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate and then Luke. Some chocolate, and then yeah. Alex. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the boys. We're going to talk a little bit of football. It is a footy panel show. For those of you that, uh, you know, like your football, we're going to get into it now. We're going to get some ideas and thoughts from the boys. Uh, it's round 16, boys. It's Thursday night, June the 30th, tomorrow night. Um, we've lost some lights, Sam. What happened there? Um, it's Brisbane in third position versus the Bulldogs in eighth. It's 7.20pm at the Gabba. Brisbane back at home after their loss last weekend to the Ds. That's where you guys normally clap. Yeah! Okay. Uh, Dane Zorko could still be missing after his hamstring injury. Bulldogs coming off their 42-point thumping of Hawthorne, spreading the load with 12 different goal kickers um, throughout the game. You can give me either a chip or you can give me some advice on it. Brisbane versus the Bulldogs. It's third versus eight. It's at the Gabba. Who would you chip here, boys? Bulldogs. I'd expect Brizzy to bounce back. They're yeah, I'll probably say Lions if it's up the Gabba. Yeah. yeah, don't write off the doggies yet, though. If they make finals, they'll still be around the mark because their good footy is very good. Yep, I hear you. Uh, let's go to this game. Friday, July the 1st, it's Colton versus St Kilda. Colton in fifth position versus St Kilda in 10th. 7.50pm at Marvel Stadium. The Blues winners over Fremantle at Marvel again where this game will be played. Colonel Mackay stamped their authority in the 31-point win. Saints have, Saints have dropped their last three games to go from inside the 8th to now 10th. They'd be disappointed with their effort. They went down by 51 points to Sydney. Colton versus St Kilda. Tips on this one at Marvel. Uh, <laughs> probably the Blues, I reckon. Yep. Yeah, probably go with them. I'll, I'll go the Saints. I'll give them hope that they'll make finals. Yep. But if they don't win this, I don't think they're a chance to play finals. It's, uh, it's a, it, is a, it is a really big game for them. I just wanted to allude to the fact Kelton had an open training session today. They had more people there than at a Fremantle GWS game which is quite phenomenal. Um, yeah. That many people out there, it was crazy. Let's go to this game. Saturday, July the 2nd, this game is. It's 16th position Essendon versus 6th position Sydney, 1.45pm at the MCG. It's a similar story for Essendon as it's been throughout the season of 2022. They went down to West Coast by 10 points. Sydney, as I just said, uh, had a win against the Saints. What do you think here, boys? The Swans, 100%. Yeah, the Swannies. Swannies yeah. by 100%. Yeah, OK. Uh, this game, Adelaide versus Melbourne. We're going to discuss it a little bit further in detail shortly. Um, it is on uh, Saturday night, uh, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Um, this game, though, Gold Coast versus Collingwood. Gold Coast in 11th position versus Collingwood in 7th, 7.25pm, Metricon Stadium. Gold Coast went down by two points to Port. The Suns are a team very much on the improve, though. Collingwood had a good win against the Giants, winning by 11. What do you think here? 
The Pies are due for a loss, so I'm going to go Gold Coast. Wow. Okay. Yeah, um, they were pretty good up there when we played them at Metricon, so yeah. I reckon um, they're hard to beat up there, so yeah. I reckon the Suns, yeah. They're a much improved side, and, and yeah. obviously, as you said, playing on their home deck is going to be an, an advantage for them. Let's go to this game, boys. It's Geelong versus North Melbourne. Geelong in second position, North Melbourne 18th, 7.25pm at Alphabet Stadium. You'd be familiar with that, GMA, HBA. Um, Cats just got across the line in a uh, down-to-the-wire clash, winning by three points to claim the four points. These two clubs that are really starting to have a hatred towards each other, always guaranteed a good game of footy, though. Stewart will be missing. Big loss for the Cats because he's in all-Australian form. North have taken over bottom of the uh, spot, b- b- bottom, uh, spot on the ladder, claiming the mantle of being the only team to lose by 40 points or more 10 times in a row. That's a trophy you want to win, not. I'm thinking it could be 11 times after this weekend. What do you boys think, though? Geelong versus North Melbourne. Yeah, probably 11 in a row for North, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah Geelong. Yeah, too easy. OK, let's go to this. Sunday, July the 3rd. Uh, Richmond 9th, West Coast 17th, 2.10pm at the MCG. Tigers will obviously be out with Prestia due to the Tom Stewart bump. Cochin and Bolter still on the sidelines. West Coast coming in slightly confident with their win over the Bombers, bolstered by Kennedy's return to form with five. What do you think here, boys? Tigs, eh? Uh, Tigers. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, shame. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. Let's go to this one. GWS versus Hawthorne. GWS in 14th, Hawthorne in 15th, 3.20 p.m. at Giants Stadium. Giants lost by 11, Hawks lost by 42. Just a tip, maybe, boys. Yeah, Hawks win the, <laughs> Hawks win the <laughs> first quarter. Show. Give me a break. Hawks win the first quarter, the Giants come home storming. Which is pretty uh, well much what's been happening, yeah. That's right. yeah. I might go with the Hawks just to change oh. it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> we like controversy on this show. Uh, perfect. Uh, let's go for this game. Fremantle versus Port Adelaide. Uh, fourth versus 12th. 3.20pm, Optus Stadium. Frio lost by 31. Port won by two. This game will be played in Perth. What do you think? Frio for me. Yeah. Uh, probably Frio. Yeah. Probably Frio? Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, okay. Let's talk about this game then. It's Melbourne in first position versus Adelaide in 13th, Saturday afternoon at 4.35pm at the Adelaide Oval. Let's do this in a segment we like to call Tell Me More. Each week we ask the panellists to give their thoughts and opinions on all things happening in and around football. We're not trying to make or break the news here. We're just trying to get thoughts and opinions straight from the players, so let's do it. This week it's round 16 and it sees the top of the ladder Melbourne coming up against 13th placed Adelaide. As I said, it's Saturday afternoon at the Adelaide Oval. The game kicks off at 4.35. The Crows have won five from 14. Round 10, everyone was saying it's Melbourne's premiership to lose. There was all this hype being who could really challenge them. Then you drop three in a row and all of a sudden questions are being asked. Footy is a funny game. Well, actually, to be honest, footy is footy. It's a sport. It's a game. It's really the commentary that's funny. The discussion around what went wrong was put down to undisciplined behaviour, a dispute about who ate and ordered what off the menu, and some external noise regarding text messages and resignations. Thank God it stayed within the four walls. Um, it, I put it down to the buy rounds that seems to upset everybody. I know how it made me feel. What do you guys think about the buy rounds? Okay, that's just one person's opinion. That's great. Thank you very much. Um, But I want to get over to this. Um, But you had Max go out with an injury, and yes, he is the best ruckman in the competition, but like any football club, one soldier goes down and another one steps up. In this instant, 
In this instance, that soldier came bearing gifts. The promise of a new contract negotiations, 21 disposals, 18 hitouts, four marks and a goal. Jackson, Luke Dogger Jackson. <laughs> Great game, mate. It didn't hurt any of your future prospects. Regardless of contracts talks, without Max on the side, you really earned your wage the other night, Luke. Well done. Cheers, appreciate it. It was brilliant, yeah. mate. Yeah. How did you feel? What, I've seen interviews with you after the game and you were just excited. You were just like, mate, it was so good. We play a team sport. I play for my mates. I went out there. I did everything I had to yeah. do and more. Um, but I had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah. Does that yeah. Um, I think I say a lot. I just have so much fun playing footy. And, um, yeah, when I kick a goal, I think it shows how happy I get yeah. and all the boys. So, yeah. uh, nah, I just have heaps of fun out there yeah. and, um, yeah, just taking it all in. It's bloody brilliant. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot of hype around the game leading up to the bounce of the ball. It was 1v2, uh, the Pink Lady, uh, Breast Cancer um, Network Australia uh, game. Another special cause that the club is involved in. The heat came straight out of the blocks from the Lions the other night and then everyone's favourite way to start a game, a score review. God, man, I hate score reviews. Um, every week I talk about cohesion mainly because it's the buzz buzzword around post-match discussion. I bring it up here because Brisbane the other night, due to their belief in the game plan, were able to adjust their style of play from fast to slow ball movement and play at times keep, uh, they were playing a bit of keepings off. Um, so it was going to take just as much self-belief from their opponents, being you guys, Melbourne, to be even better at their game. In fact, better and you were. You were able to shut down Lockie Neal's influence and, the, and at the same time get your running game going. Look out, here comes Jack, Jack Viney. Wow. What a weapon. Uh, mate, I'm just going to very quickly go into this. Jack really stepped up the other night. His leadership and leading by example was exemplary. Melbourne started winning the centre clearances through Viney, Oliver and Petrarca and these three really were the difference. Melbourne started to dominate though all over the field. Fair assessment? Yeah, for sure. Vinny yeah. was um, amazing that night, and um, yeah, we all recognised it internally as yeah. well how good he was for us. So, um, nah, it was amazing. It was great. You all got around each other. The support was there, and cohesion. It's it is a word that is thrown around a lot. It's bandied around a lot at footy clubs about what when a club's looking for it, and you can see when it's not there. You can see when it is, though. And you guys had it there the other night. It was bloody good to watch. Uh, I, sat there I sat here last week and I spoke about Brisbane bookends, how much of an influence they would need to be. Andrews went off in the third quarter and he's 150th. And Danaher was kept only one goal three. I'm not laughing. Um, and Cameron, no score. Having May back on the side helped keep them to 7-11, Brisbane's lowest score all year. Now, that's a hell of an achievement. Yeah, when you get Maisie back in, he... He impacts the game in a different way through his communication and his ability to get the best out of his teammates. So you see, for example, Harrison Petty. He's a, a young 21, 22-year-old, and when May's in the team, Pets is allowed to go about his business in a different way. He can almost play off instinct, and that's the crucial part about Maisie. Yes, he's an unbelievable player, but the, the impact he has around his teammates, we, we all go to another level. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of people, even though you're maybe aware of it, it goes to the back of your mind. He was the captain of the Gold Coast Suns. He's come down, and now he's the captain you know, down the back. I've written here, um, having May back on the side helped keep them to 7-11, as I alluded to, but Jake seemed to really enjoy having Stephen back as well, as it freed up, freed him up to do his thing, as you just alluded to with Harrison. Um, he had eight intercept marks, Jake Lever, and they were really like, like brilliant marks. They were crucial marks. He had an outstanding game. Melbourne is a more complete unit when they have got their block of units down back. 
good defensive unit, or as I like to call them, mayhem. <laughs> you can use that too if you want. <laughs> um, we'll get into it. Um, Alex, you kicked, kicked a ripper goal on the second on the outside of the boot, which we're just going to have a look at over here. Straightforward as it did a month ago. Here's a chance. Spargo inside with the handball. Neil Bullen check side. All about the bounce here, and the bounce is perfect. <laughs> How's the celebration, mate? I should have got that and used that image. That was just uh, that's beautiful. Um, uh, the, the point I wanted to make about that is it wasn't just that piece of footage, as I said, but the intensity really seemed to lift. I don't know whether you guys were feeling the same way, maybe it was just me, but it really seemed to lift. You then backed it up with a strong tackle in the forward 50. How were you feeling at that point? You know, you've obviously you've kicked a goal, check side, you've celebrated, you've gone in for a strong tackle. The game is starting to turn on, you know, more in your favour. What was the feeling like for you? Yeah, I guess it's the power of passion. If you're generally passionate about something, it's it's amazing what your body can do under fatigue. So you, you talk about moments like you have to, you have times throughout years where you you feel a bit fatigued, but as soon as there's an inspiring act, whether that be dogger in the ruck or talk about vines on the weekend, like you see your teammates do that, and it, and it lifts you to another level. So that that's just the product of the footy club at that yep. at that point in time. Brilliant, I love it. Now, speaking of goals, I really, really enjoyed this reaction, which you're about to see. Um, it was you, Luke, when you kicked your first goal. Let's check that one out. Runs. Hard from the first bounce to the final siren. Pickett, glass his way through, gives it off to Jackson. Jackson hooks it around the corner. Dees <laughs> have got a dozen. <laughs> This is not meant to embarrass you or put you on the spot, um, but you don't have any Pacific Islander or a Maori in you, do you? Because that tongue, it came out, it was wagging. You were, you were celebrating, mate. It was yeah. bloody good to watch. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I always just run off. Um, yeah, just yeah, so happy to <laughs> always get a goal. No, it's good. Yeah. Mate, I bloody love the celebration. I yeah. thought it was wonderful. Not only were you having a good time with your mates out there on the football field and it showed, you, there was a reward for it that was kicking that goal. You know, it was bloody awesome. I just want to allude to the fact, if you could all avert your eyes over this way, there were three other goals from that night that I really loved, and we're just going to go through a sequence of them now. It'll only go for about 30 seconds, but they were bloody wonderful. Let's get into them. Oliver, Dee's circling again. Fritch comes thundering out in a Lions. Play on the call. Here's Bedford from the pocket with the banana. Oh, yes! Cameron knocked it back down. Bowie. Saw that Wiedemann was there. He fed it off to Bedford, looking for another. Shows Berry the wrong way. He goes and kicks a beauty. Under <laughs> pressure from Taylor. Fritch swoops in, gives it to Bedford. Lovely goal in the second term. Can he turn provider? On this. Pick it. Not quite. Follows up. Taken down. <laughs> Not taken down. Steps through and goals. It's brilliant. You can see the fans' reaction for that sort of thing. What are you guys thinking when you're out there? Give us a, give us that insight. You get that every night. They're, they're both your housemates, yeah. Dogger. I live, I live <laughs> with those two. Yeah, yeah I live with those two. So yeah. nah, it's good to see them. Yeah, dominating like it that. It was brilliant, yeah. wasn't it? It was yeah. just such such great football, and uh, it was wonderful to, to see that it was all coming together. Um, now, this is not a question for you boys. It's actually a question for the audience. Have you guys noticed how much the water girls and boys are loving their hang time? 
I noticed one girl came out the other night, she was so conscious of the camera being on her that she actually missed giving the water bottle to the player that she was actually doing it because she was looking at herself up on the screen. I just found it completely hilarious. It cracked me up when she came out and did that. Um, anyway, boys, I know there's no such thing as an easy game of footy. Each game uh, presents new challenges and this one will be no different. Put it simply, how do you think this game will be won and lost? This is a game that you're obviously going to be playing against Adelaide at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, the first thing I'll say is going to Adelaide's never easy, no matter if you're playing a team on top of the ladder or if they're not going so well. So we had a good lesson and a good, a good learning lesson last year midway through the season. It was our first loss, but I guess we're going to take a lot of that game into this game. And although it's a different season, we know how they play. We know their strengths. They love fast ball movement. So we're going to make sure that we don't give them that. And we, we also play to our strengths. And yeah. I'm really excited. I don't know about how you're feeling, dog, but it's it's a game going to Adelaide. You got the hostile crowd. Yeah. It, it almost like talking about the passion. Their passion lifts yeah. us because yeah. you get you're getting booed every yeah. goal you kick. It's, <laughs> it's deafening. It's, Bring it on. It's quite powerful. Yeah, yeah, good. I like it. Um, in closing, put simply, where do you think the game will be won, lost, Luke? Yeah. Um, last year was a bit of a shootout, so I reckon um, I reckon they enjoy that kind of game. So I yeah. reckon. If we knuckle down on our defence, I reckon yep. it'll go a long way to winning the game. But, um, yeah, as Nib said, the crowd loves to get into it over yeah. there. So, um, yeah. yeah, if we can block that out, kind of, I reckon yeah. it'll go a long way. Is anyone going here? Over. Yes. <laughs> Love to see that. Beautiful. Like it a lot. Excellent. Um, they always call Adelaide Oval like they're having the 19th man, you know, when the crowd gets involved. Great to shut them out and get a, get a nice win. Um, you can do this if you want. I'm going to ask you the question anyway. Final word I'll give you. Chip at a margin. D's by 55. Uh, D's by 44. Oh, very nice. I like it. Good signature. Uh, none of your business. All right. Um, thank you very much. Could you please all put your hands together? That was the boys giving their, their opinion. Rainbow!